Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. The physical delivery of hard assets, precious metals, uh, mostly gold and silver. Do a little bit of platinum and palladium every once in a blue moon. Some rhodium. Uh, of course, now rhodium is like I don't twenty-five thousand uh, dollars. So not not so much in that. Uh, and again, uh, platinum, palladium, very very hard to get. Silver hard to get. Gold it's all hard to get. I guess that's what makes them precious. Uh, welcome here to Wednesday. Yesterday was the last day of our bowling league. We had a blast. I, I will tell you that we, we, we had a blast. We're actually going to sign up and do it again. We're going to do it again uh, on the, the next season. Uh, I got no better. I did not uh, improve my bowling uh, whatsoever. I just have a problem when I knock down a lot of pins, but not all the pins. Getting that one, you know, there's just one pin to hit, and it just freaks me out. I can't hit it. So, uh, anyway, but we had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, uh, pickleball coming tomorrow, golf. I mean, it's great to be active. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've told you ad infinitum about this CBD, only because I believe in it, and it, it helps the radio station. But we had a great story yesterday. And I love it. Share your stories with us. It really uh, helps us here. Uh, we have we have a, a customer, a Patriot customer, who's now a CBD customer. And he was in picking up product yesterday. And and uh, I was I was in my my office. And my office is the studio. I'm in the studio. And you know we just had finished painting. Uh, the the smell of fresh paint uh, still here. We got the floors. We're about three weeks away from the floors uh, being done, and then we'll have a you know a nice new updated office for everybody to come into. But he was in picking up uh, some some gold and silver that he had bought, and he was also buying another uh, of our the uh, sap. Oh, the savage. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. But he was telling Arlene this story about how, you know, he bought the salve. His wife, her knee gives her problems, and they use it for that. And then he talked about uh, last week there was a bird in his yard that was injured. I'm not making this up. It was its legs were injured, and, and the bird was essentially scooting along, like, uh, on its breast, you know. And, you know, what do you do, you know? You feel bad, so the guy did what we thought was right. He was like, well, let me see if I can help the bird. And he gathered the bird up, noticed that, that whatever the, the issue was in the legs, couldn't see anything you know, super obvious, you know, like they were crushed or broken or whatever it may be. And he put the bird in a cage. And obviously the bird was stressed and freaking out. And and he didn't know what to do. So he said, you know what? 
Joe says that the CBD just knows what to do. He went and got the salve that he that his wife uses for his knee. Put it on the the legs of the bird, and then along uh, the breast where the bird had been, you know, trying to inch its way along. And he said, within a couple of of minutes, the bird was just happy. Stop freaking out. I mean, it was still injured. And he said, I couldn't believe it. And and he goes, about six hours later, the bird started to, you know, get anxious again. And he went in and did the same thing. He's been doing this for like the last four or five days. As the birds, you know, he thinks, hey, the birds, slowly the legs, hopefully it will get better and he'll be able to go back out and be with his bird friends. But, yeah, apparently, he's like the, the sad. He goes, I just rub it on his legs, rub it on his breast, and within a couple minutes, he's content. So there you go, another reason. Like I said, and, and uh, he was saying for him, he takes this, he uses the sad. So the wife has the knee. He's, he uses it for, you know, like anxiety. He rubs it on his forehead, and it really seems to help him. So, you know, I, this is the way I, I've used to be. I take the tincture, right, every night under my tongue. But then, you know, you guys know I'm, I'm beat up, you know. I take, whether you know, the salve or the lotion, and I put it, you know, where it, you know, for me it's like my, my, my left knee. And then my, my hip gives me a problem because my knee's bad. And I'll rub rub the salve on those areas. Same thing, like if you're like, maybe you have some anxiety or depression, whatever, rub it right on the forehead. Try it out. It, it really, and our prices are fantastic. As you know, I, I've told you a million times, uh, there's no bad stuff, no chemicals, no nothing. The way the... High blood pressure. Thank you. See, look at the girls. Everybody's. If you got high blood pressure, try it. Just try it out. Try it out. Uh, go to 1360khnc.com and hit the shopping cart button. Hey, when we return, it's the end of the month. We'll talk a little bit about metals plans. Uh, gold, gold's rallying back today. We'll tell you why. Don't touch that dial. Got a great show for you. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up a dozen, seventeen thirty-seven. Silver's up a baker's dozen, thirteen cents, twenty-five thirty-three. Jay Pyle, Janet Yellen, doing some more testifying. Hey, let me let me help you out. Okay, I know they they want you to believe. Oh no, we've got it all under control, and and you know the new buzzword. Yeah, okay. We got to admit it, inflation's coming. Of course, inflation's already here, but but we got it under control. We got tools. What are these tools? Let's see, the only tools they really have, print money out of thin air, uh, print more money out of thin air, and followed by print even more money out of thin air. Right? Rate hikes, rate cuts, those don't work. Those were all a fallacy, all made up by them. And here's their problem. See, there are rules to economics. I know they'd like to pretend that they don't exist. 
right? It's kind of like gravity. Hey, it exists. And there's certain rules, you know, think about uh, March Madness is going on. There's rules to basketball. Matter of fact, you got the referees there to enforce the rules. Now, they don't always get it right, but these are the rules. That's not how it works for the bankers. See, they, they promised us. Because, let's face it, they're all really swell individuals. That they were going to be the stewards to, to our hard work and efforts. And they were going to be the protectors of our wealth. And, of course, forget that they lied, cheated, and stole to get back into power. And if you don't believe me, I'll give you The Creature from Jekyll Island. If you've never read it, read it. You don't even have to read the whole thing. You don't. Read about the first two, three, four chapters. You'll get the idea. Very, very simply put, they should have never have been in charge. Matter of fact, our, our Constitution went to great lengths to try to limit the power of the banker. And if you, now, and I'll be the first one to admit, I've tried to read the Federalist Papers, and you know the, these are the writings of our founders. I tried to read them. It, whoever can do it, and there are some of you out there that have done it, God bless you. But I mean that. I don't mean that jokingly. I mean, wow. Yeah. Can't do it. But I'm fortunate enough that people write, you know, cliff notes about it, and I read those. And all the warnings that that they gave about the bankers and all of their writings. Now, and again, some of them were. Uh, Hamilton's a great example. He, he was a big bank guy. But most of them knew you needed to limit the power, not only of government, but of bankers. That's why they wanted the money to be gold and silver. And, and most people, you know, you learn what you learn in, in, in school, and you need to understand that they teach you what they want you to know. You know, they should probably change the name of the word, you know, of your history class. And change it to our version of history, right? Because they actually don't teach you the actual history. You know, the Boston Tea Party. And a lot of you have heard this before because, you know, you, you, you got you, you to think about what's real. It wasn't about tea and guess what it really wasn't about taxes either it was about the fact that the that England tried to switch to fiat money 
and convinced all the colonists to trade their silver and their gold for this fiat money. And then one day, all of a sudden, nobody wanted that fiat money anymore. And of course, the colonists were like, but this is what you told us to do, and they were mad. I mean, that's really what happened. Believe me, our founding fathers absolutely understood the dangers of fiat money. And I hate to tell you, but we're going we're gonna to go through the same thing that they did. See, it's gradual right now. But make no mistake about it. The rest of the world is like, yeah, we kind of had enough of these dollars. I really don't want to make any. I don't really want any more. You know, they talk about, oh, well, China and Japan, the largest holders of our, of our debt. Of course, they're not. The Federal Reserve now is the largest holder of U.S. debt. How did they get the money? Well, they just made it up. But if you actually look at the holdings, and Japan is now back on top because China's been slowly curtailing. But you'll notice for years now, they're right around a trillion dollars apiece. That's it. And it hasn't really moved. And and, and, you're, and I'm, you're looking at it you're like, well, wait a minute. That was about what they had 10 years ago. We've added, I mean, what have we added in, in the last 10 years in debt? $20 trillion? And yet their holdings haven't moved at all. The quote-unquote largest holders. That ought to tell you something. This is what's happening. And, of course, they're out there trying to convince everybody how much control they have. And they've anointed themselves, right? Oh, we're, we, we've got two men mandates. The first is stable money. Stability of the dollar. And see, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because they could argue, yeah, we've been very successful. I mean, think about what we've done to the value of the dollar since we got off the gold standard in 1933. Look look how stable we've made it. It's stably gone down decade after decade. To the point where a $20 gold piece that they were the stewards of, that was the benchmark for over a hundred years without them in power a $20 gold piece and a $20 bill were worth the same exact thing and and I and I'll use this example and I know and I've used it before but it bears repeating think about you know yesterday I talked about my grandmother before she passed. She was a teenager during the Great Depression. And she told me about it was their duty to turn that gold in. America was under attack. Those were the words she used. I'm like, attack? 
World War II hadn't even started yet. But it was a different kind of attack. And then uh, E.B. Tucker was telling the story. We played uh, the interview that he gave, and he was telling the story about his great-grandmother, who, again, the same thing, same very similar story. Because that was what the media propagated. They told you what they wanted you to hear. Foreign bankers were attacking America. That's what they said. We needed to get off the what they wanted to do. Here's what they wanted. Because they had only been in power for 20 years, by the way. But they wanted to create money out of thin air. That's what they wanted. And they convinced the elected officials who, by the way, let's face it, got elected because of them, that this was a good idea. And that we could fix all the problems of the Great Depression if they simply were allowed to print more money. See, because before, for in order for you to make a $20 bill, someone had to go get a $20 gold piece out of the ground, right? Someone had to go get an ounce of gold out of the ground before they could make a $20 bill. Look it up. Our country really had no debt. Matter of fact, we ran budget surpluses for a large portion of the Great Depression. I mean, they were tiny, but, I mean, they were there. I mean, the only debt we had was some leftover debt from World War One, and it was a pittance. It wasn't even $100 billion. But this is what they wanted to do. Now, I always tell the story, think about this. Let's, go, you know, let's just say it's 1930, and your grandparents or your great-grandparents, they owned a home, and, and they were savers. And like a lot of people today, me, you, a lot of people listening, right, they, they kept some money at home for emergencies. See, now today, you know, we've got the safes and all this, and, like, you know, you got your cash in there, your gold in there, got your guns and your ammo in there. And they were, they were you know, hey, we don't want to get robbed, so they, they, they had a little hiding space. And, and in there, they put five $20 bills, paper notes, and five $20 gold pieces. And they had it in their little hiding place. And then great-grandma and grandpa, they got old. Maybe they weren't in touch with the family as much. And all of a sudden, uh, no one remembered that it was even in there. And then the parent, you know, your parents got the house, and maybe they rented it out, did this, blah, blah, blah. Now you've got it, and you're renovating it, and lo and behold, you blow out this wall, you find this little hiding spot, you open it up. You got five $20 bills and five $20 gold pieces. This is what they've done. Okay? So you got a hundred bucks. Me and my, uh, me and my wife, we went out to dinner at a, I would call it a middle-of-the-run uh, chain. Had dinner 
My wife had a glass of wine. I only had a, I didn't drink at all. I had a soft drink. After tip and all that, most of that hundred bucks, gone. Okay? Not all of it, but most of it, gone. Those five $20 gold pieces were $2,000 a piece. They've taken a hundred dollars and devalued it so significantly that what used to cost a hundred dollars ninety years ago cost ten thousand dollars today. It's what they've done. And here's the sad part. It's going to get a lot worse a lot sooner than you think. That little thing called inflation, not really the right word. The right word is devaluation. And it's coming like a freight train. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Would you call that stable? In less than 90 years. They've taken something, they've taken $20 and said to buy the exact same thing, you need 2000 Is that stable? I like anybody would use the word stable for that. But they do. They claim they, 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 they've done a great job. Just ask them. I mean, we are, well, we're, still are, the world's reserve currency. A lot less so today than we were 20 20 years ago. But remember how we got that. That was because of the, we won World War II. that That was the price of admission, if you will. And now that's gone. Right? The Bretton Woods Agreement is over. Countries are allowed to buy whatever currency they would like. And and we know and you've heard me tell you. Gold is a part of that. Just like it's not like this is new. They don't have control. But, again, they're going to control the media that says that they do. And you listen, think about just me. So I I have DirecTV at my house. We have Fox Business News in the morning. We have CNBC. We have Squawk Box Asia. We have Bloomberg. And I'm sure there's another one. I mean... There's four different channels at a minimum that cheerlead for the bankers. Telling you the information that the bankers want you to hear. But here's the realities. They can do all the cheerleading they like. 
We don't cheer. Hey, the cheerleaders cheer whether you're winning, whether you're losing, right? Close game, not so close. They keep cheering. That's what that's what we've got here. See, we're in this game. And we were dominating early. And then the other team came back. Right? Tied it up. And now all of a sudden, guess what? They're surging ahead. We're on the verge of getting blown out. But you don't even know it. Because you're only allowed to hear the cheerleaders. You don't even get to watch the game. All these channels show you highlights. Right? They, they, you know, it's a highlight reel. Here's all our good plays. Let's not show you any of the bad ones, right? Here's just the good ones. And we're sitting here and we're watching all of this inflation everywhere. How about coffee, by the way? Coffee. Better go get some Folgers real quick. I'm sure the price is already through the My wife can't live without coffee. Another commodity. Prices are up like 30% in the last like four months, wholesale-wise. And it just seems like everyday aluminum. China's actually thinking about releasing uh, releasing aluminum out of there. They actually have an emergency aluminum storage to try to keep the prices down, right? Lumber added $24,000 more to a price of a new home from a year ago, just the lumber. But it's only going to be transitory. That's the word they use. Which, it's a fancy word for temporary. See, but here's the problem. They've been saying that for the last hundred years. All the while, they keep devaluing your money. And really not your money, your wealth. That's what they devalue. Do you know what it means? When they tell you that the Federal Reserve, the Fed's funds rate is zero, do you understand what that means? What they're trying to tell you is, you're an idiot if you don't spend your money. It's not worth anything. In other words, we're trying to devalue it so significantly that your only real smart choice is to spend it. That's what they want you to do. Spend it. 
It's worthless. Look at we're going to make up $120 billion out of thin air. Here's the funny thing. Do you know in, in February, I don't know how this works, they said that they bought $120 billion worth of debt out of thin air. But then I go to their balance sheet and I start adding up what they bought. It was $160 billion. So they can't even, they're all right, they're even lying about that. That's how worthless they think the money is. But it's not going to create inflation. Oh, no, no. The rules are different for us. Forget about these referees. We're just going to rewrite the rules. Yeah, it's okay. I know we told you that debt should never be more than 3% of GDP. And I know that we told you that for decades. But we just made that up. Just like inflation, we just make it up. And when we don't like the number, we change the calculations. And then we come up with a new number. And we just make it up. Here's the problem. All the rules they make up, they don't last very long anymore. I mean, the 2% devaluation, a.k.a. inflation rule, that's only been around for like 13 years, 14 years. And guess what they said? Ah, it's okay it's going to be higher than that because it's transitory. See? Didn't we write that in there? Oh, wow. That's what we did. Take the radio news hour. Your money's going to buy a whole lot less, a whole lot sooner than you think. We'll be right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. The the Fed's cheerleading is starting to wane. Everyone believed in the Fed. Remember, Alan Greenspan? He was the maestro in the the Clinton years. Remember, we had a couple years with the fake surplus because they spent the so you know. Social Security at that time was running a surplus, and they spent it, but they, you know. Anyway, we, that, you, you, you get it. They pretended like they didn't. They pretended it was income instead of uh, we're supposed to save it, but neither here nor there. They were going to have the debt paid off. This was the height of everyone believing the central bank. This was how they didn't have to worry about Social Security or Medicare or Medicaid. They weren't going to have these horrible budget deficits that we have today. None of that was going to happen because we were going to have the debt paid off by 2010. What was it, 96, 97? The debt then was like $4 trillion, by the way. It's now, what, thirty? Plus, what's on the field? You, know, you got to remember, we got the Fed's balance sheets. Are really, it's a little more like thirty-eight in rising. So we didn't pay it off. Countries around the world sold gold every year. The equivalent of five, six, seven hundred metric tons a year. England. Those morons believed it so much, they sold all of their gold 
for 250 bucks. Right? That was the height of maybe the bankers really, you know, maybe they're okay. Maybe they can really do what they say. And, of course, now it's all falling apart. Now nobody sells gold. I mean, nobody. Right? What are they doing? Bringing gold home? All the gold in the world. It's funny. It used to be stored in London and New York. And now it's like everyone's as, as fast as they can bring it home, they bring it home. I don't even know how many countries now a year add to their gold holdings. But it, it, it's constant. And the Fed comes out and they cheerlead and cheerlead and cheerlead and tell you they've got tools in the toolkit and everything's great and we've got it under control. Yet less and less people come to our bond auctions. I mean, we had a scary moment. What was it, just a couple of weeks ago? Let's face it. Every one of our bond auctions would be a bust if the Fed wasn't buying so much. That's not control. We're getting routed. But they don't want you to know. You know, and again... Why isn't gold rally? You know, gold was two thousand in August, twenty one hundred dollars. Now it's you know seventeen forty. We've seen it. It's nothing. I've been doing this a long time. I remember when gold broke eight hundred, the, the old all time high. It went to a thousand and fifty. Right, and I was like. I know Eric's on the air. Gold's going to two grand. What did gold do? It went to seven hundred, and then it went to two grand. Right? Bam! And this is the same scenario. Remember, we had a crisis. The Fed told us they fixed it. The cheerleaders came out like it was the halftime show. Right? They're cheerleaders, they're clapping and dancing. Throwing them up in the air, doing all the tricks. They got all the tricks and the tools. And everybody wanted to believe it. And then they realized, whoops. Oh, the tricks and the tools was nothing but a bunch of debt. And all of a sudden, gold goes from seventeen hundred so from seven hundred to, to nineteen hundred dollars. Right? And then again, oh, wait, now get the cheerleaders out there. Do the tricks and all the things and throw them in the air, the clapping and the cheering. Get the pom-poms going. And they got gold down to 1050 back to the old all-time high. And then, of course, gold goes to 2100 Go back to my 800050 story. Went to seven hundred, and then from seven hundred it almost triples. That's we just made the same move. We went from twenty one hundred to sixteen and change, and now we're ready to go again. 
where's gold going to finish when when we realize they really didn't have any tools outside of they call them tools all they want and all the tricks and all the pom-poms and all the cheering and and the clapping and all of it just debt worthless oversupply devaluation gold's going to almost triple again Four, five, six thousand dollars an ounce. That's what's getting ready to happen. And either you're able to see through the cheerleaders and actually watch the game. It's not that's why, because that's what I, I'm just telling you what the actual game being played. I'm telling you what's happening. We're getting routed right now. The world is turning away from the dollar, believe me. Why do you think you're hearing all this talk about the digital Federal Reserve note all of a sudden? They do. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour today. Here's what I've got today. I've got 50 $10 Liberties. At a thousand dollars a piece, which was the same price when gold was what twenty, thirty dollars less. But I've only got fifty. It's all I have. Uh, then I've got uh, I've got a really good amount, and I like this one too. I've got about a hundred and fifty. These are going to be XFs, five dollar liberties. These are quarter ounce gold coins. You know, back when our gold was still money, and the XF that that is a that's one grade below AU, so they're they're a little nicer. They got they're, they're not uh, they're less less worn. They're really really nice product. The last time I ran five libs, I think I ran five libs last week at five seventy five. These are the XFs this time, so a little better grade. Five seventy-five. So you got two choices of gold. The half ounce, the tens are the better buy, right? Because as far as price per ounce. But man, having that fractional gold, you can't pass that up either. So I've got fifty ten-dollar liberties. These were eighteen sixty-six to nineteen oh seven at a thousand. Then I've got about a hundred and fifty of these XF five-dollar liberties. At five seventy-five, and I still have all the silver from yesterday. I had silver eagles on sale yesterday, halves, quarters, dimes, all on sale. They're still on sale today until I'm out of them. I'm almost out of silver eagles, uh, and then then they'll have to go back uh, to to the regular price. A quick look before we head out: gold's up ten, uh, silver's up ten. The Dow is mixed. The Dow's up two hundred. The Nasdaq's down a hundred. Uh, all on the Jay Powell's and Janet Yellen talking about uh, taxes and spending and blah, 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 and pretending that they have control, and they don't. A couple of other announcements. Metals plans. Well, we're getting towards the end of the month here. Uh, Brittany is now the, she's in charge of the, of, of the office here, uh, the metals plans. We actually shipped the first of the metals plants yesterday. 
Uh, we're going to be shipping uh, one more shipment this week, and then uh, Brittany's already told me we will be done uh, with the court the first quarter shipments uh, by the end of next week. Uh, so for those of you in the metals programs, start looking out for them. Uh, they're 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 all we've already we're early we've already started shipping. Uh, and Brittany has told me that uh, we'll be done shipping them by the end of next week. If you want to sign up for the medals program, I mean it's it's what a great program. Uh, it's you need a, at least a hundred dollars a month. There is no maximum. Uh, you decide. You put a card on file with us. You decide the day of the month from the first to the twenty eighth. Uh, and every month we hit your card, you get four physical deliveries a year. There's no setup fees, no cancellation fees. There's no fees. You know, if uh, if you don't pick up from one of our offices, uh, we do charge shipping, but that's it. That's it. And uh, what a great program. A lot of people, you know, they're small business owners. They don't have 401Ks. They don't have access to it. Or the 401K they got at work isn't very good. And a lot of people use it for that. Others, hey, I don't want to think about it. I just want to keep buying gold at all levels. It's a great way because you always cost average. And you take you get the ups and the downs. Uh, go to allamericangold.com. Hit the medals icon. And, and read all the details there. Or give us a call. 800 951 Don't be a cheerleader. Watch the actual game and take action. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.